L-A-S. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're Historically, historically inaccurate. inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you Washington, do that again. George John Adams, Thomas I, Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So Martin we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. Jake, are you still going? Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin just fast, Harrison, just William fast forward to the end. Theodore Roosevelt, we are literally Trump, running out of time. Ben, 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 did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden, oh, I did it. Oh, I was in, I was in my groove. Come there. and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm, I'm kind of doing. You most couldn't of even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. L A S. Welcome to the. I uh, I skip the bacon if I have avocado in my shake. I don't oh. need quite as much of the uh, saturated oils. Oh, is it time to go? This is Shane Lunsford. Welcome to the Groove Life Podcast. I got my co-host here, Jeremy Jacobs, Mikey J Jimenez, Hello. double named. Hey everyone, that's right, Mikey J Jimenez. That's, that's right. right. We're counting down the episodes until we learn that middle name. Oh my god! Yeah. Does it start with a J? It might, it might not. I mean, that's going to help you guys narrow it down, and yeah. that's we can, we're not playing that game. Well, Keep I mentioned it, it to my wife, and she was really curious what your middle name was, if it was a J or not. I'm really surprised you guys don't. It know might it. be J. I feel like J A Y. I want to say it's like a real feminine one, like Michael Amanda Jimenez or something like that. We're gonna we're gonna have to find out. Well, we're gonna talk about this a lot, and we're gonna do lots of samples of it and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be basically the most interesting part of this podcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I bought the, the billboard space. Downtown. <laughs> We're going to broadcast this info. Perfect. Yes. Mikey J's middle name is blank. And then, like, when this comes out, we'll fill it in. Bah, 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 like yeah. gra- graffiti style and, like, spray yeah. painted on this bill- billboard. I think we know somebody who can do that with billboards. Oh, spray him? Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that your uh, your bag? Yeah, but I Shane? shouldn't spray him. Uh, uh, yes, it is true. my bag. Uh, yeah, we're on going to be dropping some podcasts here in the near future. Um, By the time you're listening to this episode, they will have already dropped. You and you may already have listened to all three of them on a Netflix and chill. Well, it'd be Groove Life and Chill. Groove Life and Chill. Ooh, that's a good t-shirt. Start right now. Yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> How's your guys' week been, dude? Okay, so I've realized something. The Groove Life podcast for me is going to become a uh, living record of my experiences in dad life because we started this right around the time where I had my son Milo was born. So every week I come in here and something new has happened and I, I just need to announce it because then I can go back and reminisce like on, a diary on my, yeah, my little boy. So Milo is currently seven and a half weeks, almost eight weeks. I think that's right. Anyway, he's at the developmental stage where he started smiling on his own and oh my God, guys, I'm not going to be able to keep it together for very long. <laughs> I, nothing prepares you for that, dude. And I know, I mean, we've... We've got kids in this room, not kids in this room, but we in this room have kids. And like, I know you guys have been through this before, but like 
Dude, the first time they start smiling at you, it's just like you. Seth just started recently. He's, <laughs> and he's 31. 31. <laughs> I, I, it, I mean, you know, you're trying to coax it out of them when they're little babies and they're just, they don't do much. They kind of sit and sleep. and <laughs> They eat, sit yeah. there and just make fun of us for making asses of ourselves and then finally decide to reward us after yes. well, seven and, and a half weeks. It's funny, too, because, I mean, as with any newborn baby, there's going to be tough nights and, like, you know, he's awake for a while and everything and, and it's stressful. It's exhausting for a new parent. But it's so funny how when you get one little semblance of a reward like that, it completely melts away all of the stress and I'm just like, yep, I'm in it. I'm in it 100%. You get a do-over. Yeah, it rules. So that's how my week's been going, and I don't think that plateau of happiness will ever cease. I've been so. seeing lots of uh, photos of your wife, Mikey. My wife. On Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, just, went, we just got back from a trip down to St. Louis. Uh, my wife, Sarah, is, uh, has, has kind of a newfound uh, interest in triathlons and and uh, similar type of, uh, you know, 5Ks, that sort of thing. And uh, she just competed in her, I think it was her second ever uh, Olympic distance triathlon. It was the St. Louis triathlon, and she placed second in her division. And um, it's crazy. she uh, beat her best time by like 24 minutes. That's insane. And yeah, she, her biggest, so the, the running portion is a 10K, and her, I guess, kind of proudest point of having uh, run that uh Part of the triathlon was that she didn't stop to walk at any point of it, so it was just running the whole time. Ten, ten k. That's like yeah. ten thousand miles, miles. <laughs> give or take. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's not the running that messes you up, though. Triathlons, it's the swimming. Yeah, so it depends. I, so I've done triathlons back years and years ago when I used to be much more athletic, as you guys can see here in the room. I'm definitely not anymore, but um, you're, you're an Adonis. Yeah. I'm, well, if you guys follow uh, Eliza Schlesinger, she had a uh, like this whole kind of spoof ad that she did about uh, ripped fat dudes. And it's about like all these like ex like college athletes that just totally let themselves go, and there's still some muscle under there somewhere. But it's like you know they're all just flabby, and that's me. I, I took that I took that uh, ad very personally. Wanted to write a letter, but then I just realized I'd be part of the problem. Hits but, you right uh, in your core, right where yeah. your abs are. But so I was a strong swimmer. I was a swimmer all through high school and college, and uh, that's actually that's right. the, the reason that's I'm right. out here in Iowa. And so um, I'd always be, be uh, really good at the swimming part, and I was a, a pretty good cyclist and a terrible runner. Um, and I think that that hurts you a lot when you're in, in triathlons because the running is the last part. I think the best triathletes are probably good runners and not so good at the others. Hmm. Um, I mean, you have to be. That's where you make you know, up lost good, time. Yeah. Yep. So that's awesome for Sarah, though. But yeah, she did that, and it was a good break for us to get away from the construction project for a weekend. And I bet um, just kind of enjoy. She's got family down there too in that area, so we went and visited them and. Had some out. drinks and some beverages, some food. You had some good food down there? All that. Yeah, uh, pretty good. Um, we went to uh, just a couple local re- restaurants down there. Had some, I don't know, beef tips or something. And, oh, you know what? We did beef find tips. out. Uh, deep fried banana peppers, Ooh. which isn't like, you know, the most rare thing in the world to get. But it was something I hadn't really ever had before. And um, they're super good. So we're going to start making that at home now. Oh, yeah. But, nice. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's been an adventurous, awesome week for everyone here. For sure. Um, should we introduce our guest? I say go ahead. I'm excited. Um, I was just briefed that uh, he has two names, but we're going to go with the one I know, um, and he can tell us his other. This is really, the, the tension is building. Um, Build it up. Tim Arnold is here with us today. Hey, everybody. Yes. Yeah, I've got I got two names, but only one of them's real. Really? Yeah. Tim's this is kind of like our Tim, co-host yeah. Mike. Is it the Tim or the Arnold? Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, I got okay, I guess both of those are real. What's but the middle I have name, a, though? Uh, 
Well, it's a W, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what the middle name is yeah, because we'll apparently that's out. a thing. Yeah. That were, we'll that, were, out that were hiding. You didn't know this is the name. No, I didn't. Podcast. It was the name podcast. We'll, yeah. we'll get it yeah. out of him. Um, yeah, yeah. Tim Arnold. That's that. That's my real name. But then Tim Riven, R A V E N, is my sort of stage name, V-E-N. which sounds really pretentious. I realize that. Like, no, like I'm. Like I love I'm Lady it. Gaga. Did you? I, did I did. you create it yourself? And if I so, did. What's the backstory? So. When I was, uh, when I started kind of performing and I was trying to, honestly, I was trying to build a website and then there was already a singer songwriter named Tim Arnold. It was a British dude. had already released a bunch of records. He had timarnold.com, all of that. So then I started trying to like put together another name and I couldn't come up with anything I liked. And then I just made one up. I was like, I like the word riven, like it's like split, divided. Well, and it has that kind of not alliteration, but like rhyme scheme. Oh, not Raven. Not Raven. Raven. Isn't there like a video game called Raven? There is, yeah. yeah. Um, But it's like a cool word. Mysterious, yes. But it's not a name. So I was like, well, I'll just own that. Yeah. And so I, I totally made it up, and uh, and you know, mixed success. Like people are like, what is that? And I get old man Riven a lot. (laughs) Old man. But yeah, yeah. No, it was just uh, something I something I came up with so that I. I uh, could differentiate myself between me and a, a British dude who sang songs. So. so did the thought occur to you to maybe just try and have the other Tim Arnold killed? And then you could take I thought about it. Um, but, you know, so I did this so long ago that it was before I had contacts, you know, mm-hmm. like in the assassin now world. You know people. Yeah. But now right. I know people, but it's kind of too late. You don't just hire a hit on eBay. Right. No, well, I not anymore. Isn't there an uh, app for that? There is. Back when the internet was the Wild West. I think it's yeah, hits yeah. with a Z. It's kind of like, you know. <laughs> it's like, like Deets. It's like Airbnb or, yeah, okay. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> hits with a Z. With okay, a Z. Yeah. Yeah. You're like swiping left and right on different assassins yeah. based yeah. on what they look You're like. You're like, no, I don't think so. That no, not too you. obvious. Not again. The guy's got nunchucks? No. He's yeah. got a spiked bracelet around his neck. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, so Tim, this is officially uh, Mike and I. I think this is our first time meeting you. Shane, did you know Tim from before? Uh, it all started with kind of a, a man crush way back in the day. I saw him uh, per- you know, performing I've, on the stage. I'm realizing that's a pattern with it you. It is a pattern with me. I don't know what, what the deal is. You develop um, these, these. Yeah. Purely I mean, it makes me feel good because it was, because it was totally, it was, it was like totally the same for me okay. as well. Because well, like, um, it. what was, uh, it was karaoke. I think that's actually the first time that I had ever when, spoken with you. When you were attracted to me, it was when I was hosting karaoke. Correct. Nice. Correct. Oh, it was, oh, it was so hot. That's my moment. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so. It was so good. I. Uh, but yeah, that was the. That was a. That was a long time ago, though. Oh yeah. I, think. I, I saw you in. Uh, Aunt bloody bloody Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, bloody bloody Andrew Jackson. That was in 2012. See, that's a little so more glamorous of a first you right there you know i saw you up there sure singing i'm like that guy's cool yeah but there weren't that many people who saw the show it was it was a really, really sparsely attended oh, show i thought it was, it was a hell of a lot of fun i don't um, remember anybody else but you but it was really yeah. good yeah i don't remember much <laughs> about that show actually there was a maybe a little bit heavy on the alcohol intake oh really that. oh yeah definitely like well, during the performance d- uh, yeah on stage wow. i mean totally unprofessional not supposed to do that but totally drinking method, on stage method acting, was great though, yeah right? definitely yeah. i definitely wanted to be like andrew jackson who i i mean no actually not really. i don't know much about history no you don't need to know well you don't need to know much about andrew jackson I've he heard was that, not a great man i've heard that yeah. he was i yeah. mean for a u.s president a little bit of a, oh i thought yeah. he was one of the F- jackson five no yes yes there was tito <laughs> And Andrew, <laughs> little Andy, and Michael. <laughs> He's the one we don't talk about much. Andy, 
Wow. Yeah. Okay, so so this is you've participated in a lot of Theater Cedar Rapids productions. Is that what I'm gathering from this? Theater Cedar Rapids is what got my got me my start performing in Iowa. So I moved okay. to Iowa. I didn't I had never I I studied theater in college long, long, long time ago and then didn't do anything for about ten years when I was in the military and then I moved here and I didn't have friends and I was looking for something to do and I auditioned for a show uh, back in 2007 and uh, I got cast in that and uh, and then I started doing a whole lot of stuff so theater is kind of where I got my uh, I met a lot of people in the corridor uh, doing theater so that's super cool so you uh, you also perform with a band had and have previously, right? Yeah, well, so um, I just wrapped up a stint with the Bamboozlers, and we stint. just put that to bed literally yesterday. Um, Rest in peace. Yeah, I joined the band like right before the pandemic, and then... Great time to join a band. Yeah, yeah. we canceled probably twice as many shows as we ever actually played. And, so uh, four, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, no, so I was uh, I was the lead vocalist for for that band, uh, but I also perform uh, solo. I did that a lot for for a little while. I did it full time. Acoustic and, shit, uh, acoustic, yeah, acoustic based stuff. Even though you know, I mean, I kind of come from a a rock background as far as a fan goes. Um, but then when I started playing acoustic guitar, I started branching out into other stuff and more kind of country and you know, Roots Americana type stuff, which is where I kind of live now musically okay. in terms of what I play. Nice. But uh, So yeah. I got to ask you, what differences between playing on stage with a band or doing a solo acoustic show versus a theater production? I mean, I'm sure that's a massive chasm between those two different types of performing, but which do you enjoy more? Um, I enjoy playing music uh, live a lot more than I pl- uh, enjoy being on stage for uh, theater production. Yeah, um, yeah. I it was it was kind of weird. Like I found my I kind of fell into doing musical theater because I I'm super stupid about musical theater. I'm not one of those people who knows all kinds of stuff about like every show. Do you do the vocal warm ups? Um, I mean, I I guess I kind of do, Don't but. You? Before every show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it was just one of those weird things. It was like, oh, this this guy can sing and he's willing to, you know, get out here and do it. So then, like, people thought I was a musical theater person, but I'm I'm still not. I oh. just, that's most of what I've done in the theater. I prefer acting, but music-wise, I prefer to, I would much rather play with a band or yeah. even play solo. Yeah. Um, so probably we'll look for another band now. I mean, maybe yeah. not tomorrow, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got some ideas for projects that I'm going to work on over the over the winter time, and uh, I've got some some writing that I'm doing, and I'd like to maybe write and record um, before kind of introducing a band. I'd like to because this next one's going to be a lot more um, original music based. So, gotcha. Um, I that that's what really excites me is and writing still kind of in that same up. that same genre. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's funny, like, the older I get, the more I gravitate towards a country sound, which was not a thing. And a little less into, like, death metal and stuff. Yeah, just a little less. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I was a, I'm a, I'm a 90s kid. I was a, I was a, I mean, when I heard Nirvana's Nevermind, that tripped my trigger. Yep. And then I became a giant Pearl Jam fan, and I've seen him a whole bunch and travel all That's over Nirvana, the country to see him. And Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. talking about Pearl Jam now. Yeah, I am. Yeah, gotcha. I, I sometimes I do that. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just start running off the mouth about Pearl Jam, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I've, I've started to kind of get into this uh, sort of newer country, not radio country, but 
there's some real kind of dark and gritty and honest country type music that I really, really love. So I, I'm I not super well versed in country, but are you a Sturgill Simpson fan? I love Sturgill yes. Simpson. Yes. 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 Oh, dude. Coulter Wall. Uh, I like Col- Colter Wall too. I saw him two years ago. He's a Canadian uh, Canadian guy. He's got a beautiful, like, oh, deep gosh, voice, and he's also a cowboy. Like, he literally, I follow him on Instagram, and he's like, um, so does my like, son. he just sold like all of his cattle or something. I mean, like, it's like he sold them to the I don't know to the butcher shop or whatever. But uh, he's a he's actually a, a cattle wrangler. I that's think so that's rad. what they call it. But yeah, very cool. Well, on the topic of music. Is it too early to introduce our segment? I don't think so. Okay. We have a segment we like to do on the show called the Groove Life Song of the Week. Groove Life Song of the Week. Song of the Week. This is not us playing, by the way. Yeah. It's what? Alex Schultz. I was looking Alex, around yeah. for the, for the Alex, instruments. He recorded like, it live. live. One Alex man Schultz's uh, solo project he's working on. <laughs> It's hard to see him through the window out there. I didn't see all the instruments, though. He's peeking yeah. in. He's playing it all live right now. Yeah, yeah. That's so, he's so talented. The, the drums are already being packed up. Talk about a him. talk about having a man crush on someone. Yeah. Oh gosh. So it's all this talk about country music. I guess I kind of want to go first now. I, I uh, for those who know me or maybe uh, heard some other things in this podcast, they might they would know. It's no secret that uh, Seven Dust is one of my favorite bands. Is my favorite band, I suppose. What? Yeah. Right. I'm actually wearing their shirt today. I did this for a reason. Um. My pick for the song is actually a song called Chop, and uh, this was totally done by uh, no accident at all, but it's actually one of their most kind of country or southern metal sort of songs, I think. Uh, it's it's one that's kind of a B-side, not a whole lot of people know it, but I figure it was a good transition straight from the uh, uh, talk earlier about the country music. So I mean, I love that, that acoustic guitar coming yeah. right into the top, almost like a Days of the New thing is what I heard yep. like at first. Uh, I'm not familiar with this. Yeah. There's there's a lot of kind of southern rock songs out there, and this was kind of written, I think, more as a as a southern metal sort of uh, genre. And so it's, there's kind of a cool juxtaposition between um, the verses and the choruses, and just kind of the way everything uh, transitions back and forth has a really cool sound to it. A little different take on Seven Dust for sure. Yeah. Which album is this off? Of? This is off of Kill the Flock. guitar parts in this song, and uh, Clint Lowry, the guitarist, uh, one of the guitarists anyway, uh, spent some time going through it on a video that uh, we watched recently, and he, he kind of played through it, and there's just a ton of parts layered in through this whole song, and it just makes the whole song it's very dense. Yeah, yeah. The, the sound, it's, it's like super thick. Yep. Oh, yeah. And with the song, with the singer's uh, voiceover, Lejean Witherspoon, he's got this really kind of soulful, yet metal voice that just lends itself really well to this, uh, this type of music, so... Yeah, it's Definitely such a weird a juxtaposition between that heavy guitar and then that acoustic coming right. out of nowhere. Yep. That's a cool sound from them. Yeah. I, so I it's would a not different. have expected that from Yeah, Seven it's for, for my first, I'm sure there will be more, but for my first pick on this podcast for a Seven Dust song, I figured I'd step outside the norm and not pick a 
you know, face to face or something that everyone kind of knows from them. So. so what's that live show look like? They bring out the acoustic right there at the beginning and then they throw it off stage and just play the rest of the song. <laughs> Mechanical bowl comes <laughs> right. out right. of the stage. <laughs> I'm not sure that I've ever seen them play this live. I'm sure they probably have. It's um, a double neck ovation. Right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> On a stand. They've done a number of acoustic shows. Um, and uh, for a lot of their uh, non-acoustic shows that involve acoustic guitar, they usually have some sort of effect. I mean, Clinton, mm-hmm. well, they, they actually all play through uh, Kemper. Uh, modelers, so they have a really good acoustic tone that comes out of that, just playing an electric guitar, but um, I would imagine if they were to play this song live, they'd probably th- with a real acoustic, but like I said, I've, I've personally never seen them play it um, live, but I'm sure they probably have somewhere. Hmm. I dig it. So. I like yeah. that and you've yeah. seen cool. a number of Seven Dust shows. Yeah, at least one. I, I think <laughs> I think this last this last tour uh, I caught two of their shows here in, um, I think it was Moline, and then Cedar Rapids. I was going to do a couple others, but they ended up kind of canceling, rescheduling, whatever, but um, I think I've been to about maybe two dozens, probably too many. I think maybe around twenty or so, somewhere in that in that neighborhood. So, so close. like at a passing glance, they'd probably recognize you. Is it that point yet? <laughs> right. uh, nah, maybe. I mean, I've I've met Morgan the drummer, um, but uh, the the rest of them, and I've met Lejean once. But uh, Morgan, we've hung out with a little bit just at like some of these Instamix things we've talked about before in the yeah. past, but. Um, I, you know, yeah, I think he recognizes uh, my wife and I. I don't know if he'd rec- he'd. I think he more would recognize Sarah and I together as together like, as, yeah. like, yeah. as, as a Sarah, group, like a package. Like we've deal. hung out before, but um, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. But they're really cool guys. They're super down to earth. Very good to their fans. Very good to their their people, and, and cool. uh, very very talented. Uh, Morgan, especially man, I could talk about him for hours. But we probably need to get back to the next. Uh, yeah. To the <laughs> next choice. So we should do one more and then take a quick break. Do you want? Sure. Go? You know, I actually today was on the FB, the Facebook. And, uh, is that what the kids are calling it? Yes. Now? Yeah. All the kids call it that it's the FB, but, uh, this, I is, call it the F bomb, but yeah, you know, that's cause, exactly. cause I'm cool. So, uh, you guys are probably never, were never into POD, but I was, that's where I started growing is my dreads. payable on death. Yes. Is that the, the what yes. that was? Yeah. But he had the while. killer dreads and everything. Anyway, it makes long story short. They had a guitar player and, uh, that was with them for like three albums and they did, the soundtrack for uh, Matrix 2. Is that Reloaded? Yes, Reloaded. Okay. So Sleeping Awake, I think it was called, or something like that. Oh, I was thinking like Herbie, but that's fully loaded. Yeah, that exactly. Was the, that was the, the, the other Slightly one. different. <laughs> Slightly different. I feel like you cued him on that. Did I you? know. He was, he was waiting. a text or something? They shared I, a look. I think actually he, uh, he, he knows. the first an- funny thing, really? He knows enough about me as, that I'm always looking for an opportunity to blow shit up. And so. Alex is on fire. Here we go with the yeah. soundboard. But anyway, I, I know this isn't my song, but uh, he posted something that so many years ago he he wrote the song for Sleeping Awake or for uh, Reloaded, and uh, that he still has the demos that he submitted to the band and all this. And so I uh, immediately posted something like uh, demos or it didn't happen. And I, he started a conversation with me. Just, nice. That was just today. So I thought. Did that he was post the demos? Right. No. 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 All right. Not yet. You're working on it. I said it. riffs or it didn't happen because he mentioned riffs. Uh, it, it got a good laugh. I got but you got the conversation <laughs> started. Yeah. There you go. Like there you go. Anyway, uh, do you want to do one? Oh, sure. Yeah, I can do mine. Uh, this is a band that I'm a huge fan of uh, called Royal Blood. And this song is on their second album. It's called Where Are You Now? And I just want to listen.
piece. It's a duo. Right, right. And it's drums, drums and a bass, and bass. with a guitar in, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And he's using like a pedal to make it sound like a guitar. Yeah. Oh, like, a, guys, wh- like a whammy pedal type of deal? Yeah. Yep. Oh, right on. Yep. This riff right here. Must be an octave pedal then, almost. Where yeah. he's, he's running he's both like the bass and yeah, yeah, two yeah. amps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he can probably manipulate the top and the bottom. Yeah. I got turned on to these guys super early. This is another one I got to give credit to my drummer Dan Russell for. Uh, I think he caught them on like the bottom of the lineup for Lollapalooza back in like 2014. They hadn't released wow. an album or anything, and they released their album I think in 2014 or 2015, and we went and saw them at the Blue Moose in Iowa City. And it was the first week of their first U.S. tour. And it was upstairs at the Blue Moose. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that venue. But yeah. yeah. They yeah, had the yeah. main downstairs, which yeah. is like 300 capacity. And then upstairs, you could fit maybe like 150 people in there. Yeah. And it was packed to the gills. But we were like front row and just got our faces melted. And like they just released their third album this year. And they're massive. And they've, they think Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age has worked on stuff with them. And... But they never miss. I mean, their riffs are massive. The drum sound is huge, and it's I really dig it. Well, and they sound uh, super familiar. And I I was at Lollapalooza in 2013 and 14, and I wonder if maybe if it was 14, I probably saw them yeah. there as because they do sound real familiar. Um, yeah, yeah. That driving uh, like bass sound right oh, out yeah. of the gate. The drums with the yep. the, the the clapping in there. I mean, yep. it just it kind of gets you get you excited, get yep. you stoked for. What's you still maintaining next? that boner over there? Is I am, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. See, now I'm it's, playing with it now. It must be contagious because <laughs> oh, it's slide yeah. over here, guys. It's yeah. moved its way. No, over it's to it's, it's the fine. Table. There's enough to go around. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, well, not anymore. <laughs> on that note, gentlemen, I think it's time we should take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll get Shane and Tim's song of the week. So listen to these advertisements that have been hand selected by us for you to listen to, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Logan Adam Schultz, digital and content marketing guy. I'm Alex Schulte, creative director dude. And I'm Craig Johnson, maker of graphics. And we're the LAS Marketing Team. And this is Friends with Marketing Benefits, Eastern Iowa's newest podcast filled with laughter, stories, and insight from a rotating cast of marketing professionals. Every Tuesday, join us as we break down modern marketing practices into something that you can use right now to better market your business, nonprofit, band, or even that dresser you've been trying to sell on Facebook marketplace there'll be new episodes every tuesday on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts friends with marketing benefits is produced and distributed by the las podcast network in cedar rapids iowa for more visit laspodcastnetwork.com if you feel like it las I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Calm. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billy Eilish got bangs? What's a Billy Eyelash? 
A-S. So I got this uh, piece of outdoor furniture mm-hmm. yesterday. Okay. Uh, it was on Craigslist or whatever marketplace, but it, it's one of those uh, uh, tables with the, with the marbles in it and it has flames coming out of it. Oh, it's not yeah. marbles, but rocks. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what kind of furniture is this? It's yeah. got no, flames it's and marbles. It's it's like it's like a patio. The flames make yeah. it go faster. Yeah. So it's like a like a fire pit kind yes. of thing with the glass beads. But it's, but it's all uh, yeah, glass beads, yeah. and it's got the propane and stuff. And they usually go for like four fifty five hundred dollars. And we saw this one for like fifty bucks, and just had a couple little Damn. things that do a little fixed. little fix. Nice, yeah. But all that to say, it's pretty damn cool. So I had gin and tonics last night out there in the dark and. And so you're out there wrenching on your Dude, new table with gin and yeah. tonic. That's, That's great. crazy. Yeah. Sarah That's and I were setting perfect. up some new outdoor furniture last night, too. We got ourselves a new hot tub. Nice. Set it up on the back patio. Just yeah. real quick. Yeah, just, yep. Is it it's like not an inflatable a full one? Size. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it's not an inflatable. It's a, it, was, it was used. It was Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Three, 300 bucks or something. The guy had the, the cord burned out on it or something. And um, I don't think he really knew how to install it or installed it properly. So kind of took a chance on that there weren't any major problems with it. And uh, let me tell you, they are a lot heavier than you might think, even the littler ones. <laughs> oh, I've had one, and I've like moved four or five hundred pounds. Yeah, and so the basically three of us lifted it and whatever. We had the skid loader with the forks on it. At oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the property, but when getting it out of this guy's backyard was a pain in the ass. I know but, why he's bringing this up. Why he, he texted me that day, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I'm oh, going yeah. to get a hot tub." <laughs> That's right, I did text you, can, and you were like, "Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm." Can, I'm busy. Yeah, can He's yeah. Like, he was I like, "Can you help it. us move it?" And normally, I would totally be into that because yeah. I love helping people move and lift heavy things. That's why I it thought just makes of you. you feel useful. Yes, I've yeah. I've helped yeah. you move I things before. Oh, plenty. Yeah, and so it was one of those things where I was like. I want to help really bad. And then I got home and I have a baby at home and he's just, you know, carrying on and he's like, dad, you can't leave right now. Right. Yeah. And well, you, so, he's, you got him smiling. super articulate yeah. for like seven months old. Right, yeah. Seven well, weeks old. I like him to have a and large very vocabulary. Yeah. Very understanding of the larger picture of what's yeah, going that's on cool. in the world. So I'm cool. sorry, but I'm still going to go sit in your hot tub. So. Yeah, well, come on over. Yeah, <laughs> it's not anything you can do about everything that. works. We got well, it all I've, wired up. I and... feel like I have to get mine put together. I have a like a California redwood hot tub disassembled in my garage that I inherited from my in-laws. It's like they bought it in 1983, had it installed for two years, and they moved, and then it was sitting on a pallet. So I have it just sitting there nice. that I need to I need to put back together. I built a so. deck for a hot tub, and we used we got a hot tub from my parents. Used it for like three or four years. It froze. Oh, so I've had this hot tub deck. Could I just have yours, and then oh, just, you, just you'll find another it. one later. Yeah, maybe uh, we can I've talk got a about deck it for it. We can talk you about have it. To move it yourself, offline. though. All, All right. right. Well, anyway, anyway, Jeremy's not helping. <laughs> we, really cool stove on my porch. It's great to have drinks and nice. sit out there. Looking um, forward to seeing it after yes. after soaking in my hot tub. I'll well, go over there and we'll we'll talk about how great your hot tub sounds. Is. Great, yeah. Yeah. Shane. What's your Groove Life song of the week, please? <laughs> My uh, Groove Life song of the week is by a band called Bring Me the Horizon. Actually, it's The Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon. With two E's. Um, it's called Parasite Eve. It's been out for a while. Um, my son, my oldest son, got me into this band a few years ago, and I just dig them. This song pretty much came out during COVID, so it's kind of got that theme of you know. Uh, that something's hit, you know, what am I trying to say? That uh, there's... The shit hit the fan? That everyone's lonely. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This happens to me from time to time. Just start the song. It's not Paul Simon Graceland, by the way. <laughs> 
believe her and nobody won't let me leave cause I've seen something Hope I don't sneeze, I don't Really we just need to feel something Only pretending to feel something I know you're dying to run I wanna turn you around Please remain calm The end has arrived We cannot see you Enjoy the ride This is the moment You've been waiting for Don't call it a warning saying about the infected and like COVID it's very thematic of what was going on yeah. this last year yeah. or so and very di- musically diverse it and, is and yeah just uh I've, I've never heard a sneeze that way before either that was pretty <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah yeah they actually uh back when they first started were like one of the heaviest hardcore bands you ever heard it was just all screaming that's what I thought I was like this does not sound like what I yeah imagined I wasn't bring me the picturing it at all so there was way, two yeah. But two albums ago, they had the song called The Happy Song, and I, f- I played it for you, you'd recognize it, I'm sure. Okay. Um, but they started kind of going a little bit more commercial, a little bit more melodic samples and shit, and now they're just, it's like, like this. So, so. The, they're one of the only verb the noun bands that have survived, like the early 2000s, <laughs> like hardcore scene. There were so many verb of those, noun. verb the, the noun. noun. I, I, almost, I wanted to start a hardcore band back. I was in high school, and I was like, this yeah. is ridiculous how many band names follow this formula. And I was like, okay. Can I'm, we talk about band names real quick, Jeej? Because you've got a, a maybe the world's best band name What? loaded in the chamber for, you, for yourself. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, my band name, my, my uh, fantasy band name is called uh, Thank You, We Are Good Night. And so <laughs> best name ever. At the end of your set, you get done with your last song, and you go, thank you, we are, thank you, good night, good night. Oh, you messed ah. it up. You did mess it's, it up. Wait, what? It's thank you. We are thank you. We are good night. Oh, is it? Good night. Well, you said oh. good night, good night. Oh, thank, okay. thank you. We are oh, thank man. you. We are Shit, good night. How many beers no, did I, I said drink? That, right? I'm Alex, so we're confused. Gonna need, right we're going to need to just rewind this. And just, yeah. <laughs> this but here's the thing. This entire conversation is scripted, and we'll do the exact same thing on stage. Precisely. So we'll have this little Every single time. Every, yeah. and, and, and people will come to expect it, and they'll be thank, like, oh, this is my favorite is. part. Thank you. We are. Thank you. We are. Good night. Good night. There you it got it. Got it. All that to and say, you guys should check out Bring Me the Horizons. Last couple albums, they're fantastic. One of my favorite bands out there. Yeah, that was uh, like like we said earlier, is not what it, what I expected to hear, but it was really good. And when it really gets going after that, it goes into the breakdown where it just goes into halftime and yeah, yeah. big stuff. Awesome. Tim, Sweet. you are the honorary guest. Yeah, so we say so we're gonna let I you go last. Honored too. The headlining slot as cool. it's known in the music business. Yeah, so I kind of mentioned this this idea of uh, of kind of the darker sort of new country. Uh, I chose a song by uh, Tyler Childers. It's a guy out of Kentucky. I'm originally from Kentucky, so I kind of, uh, I grabbed it like we were talking earlier, Sturgill Simpson. Yep. Uh, he's he's a Kentucky guy, uh, Tyler Childers, and uh, Chris Stapleton. And so there's a, there's a lot happening coming out of that state this uh, kind of recently. But this is a song called uh, Nose on the Grindstone, and it's, uh, it's about uh, Pike County, uh, so far Eastern Kentucky and, um, kind of, there's a, in, in Pike County, I, I was there a couple of years ago for a, for a funeral and it's just a depressed kind of, uh, the, uh, coal industry has, 
has uh, sort of ruined the the county. And uh, yeah, so here's a uh, here's here's Tyler Childers. Someone was talking. Yeah, it was Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. He's ready. He's like, Welcome, hey, I'm Tyler. ready to go. So we get started playing, I think, on this one here, and then he screws it up, and then he uh, it's live ticket. Yeah, because it's a live recording. So it starts off with this sort of like Masters of War sound kind of Bob Dylan. Daddy worked like a mule mining Pike County coal. He fucked up his back, couldn't work anymore. He said, one of these days you'll get out of these hills. Keep your nose on the grindstone and out of the pills. See the ways of this world just bring you to tears Keep the Lord in your heart and you'll have nothing to fear Live the best that you can and don't lie and don't steal Keep your nose on the grindstone and out of the pills So this was uh, this is one of the first songs that I heard from Tyler Childers a few years ago. He, uh, he released his first record, I think, back in 2017. And uh, it was just so unlike anything that I had I had heard. His voice is so unique. It's not it's not pretty. He he doesn't he doesn't shy away from his accent. Um, and it just I'm I'm a big fan of uh, songs about that that have a real sense of place. Yeah. And so uh, when I heard this, it, it kind of gave me goosebumps. I mean, I I could feel where he was from or where he was singing about. It draws a picture. And, uh, yeah. Very vivid. Picture. Very very much. And it's I mean and, it, and it's gritty. Like right out of the right out of the gate, you know, he's uh, I mean he's, it's it's he's not trying to write a pretty song, um, and trying to kind of paint a picture of a of a of a dark uh, place and. Uh, I'm a big story, a big fan of storytelling, and so, uh, and I'm a big lyric guy. So the, in this case, the the arrangement is is really sparse. It's just him playing an acoustic guitar, and um, uh, but it 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 tells a story. There's a lot going on under the surface, and it really kind of speaks to what what I appreciate as a songwriter. Also, it's it's the kind of things that I that I want to emulate. Uh, and he's not trying to be something he's not, which, yeah, I, which I really a, love. There's a certain honesty, I think, with any live acoustic performance like this, and just with the sound of his voice, it just kind of carries through that that story, and that that sort of six four time where you're kind of just swaying left and right. Yep. And there's just kind of that you just kind of catch the vibe of of what he's feeling right away. Yeah. That well, and, that's the thing I like about older country stuff. Yep. It, it's not a song about cold beer, pickup trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Pair of jeans. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, which I feel like commercialized pop, pop country, country yeah, has yeah, gotten yeah. so, and it's the same way with any pop genre, you know, pop sure, version of sure, the genre. Yeah. But like, you know, this this kind of stuff is really, um, you know, like you said, I mean, it tells a story, and it's a lot darker than yeah, and than it's most well, and it's stuff. interesting because I mean, even though it is on the radio, and and he's he's gained a lot of popularity in the last couple of years, it's not what I would consider kind of radio country, right? Um, and uh. You know, he comes from a bluegrass in sort of a church music background. I mean, that's where he learned to sing and, and do all that stuff. So it, it comes from that folk tradition, that bluegrass tradition. It's um, very traditional, yeah. uh, and uh, which I love. And it's not, it's not, it's not coming out of Nashville. It's not. It wasn't right. written on Music Row or anything like that. And right. uh, it just uh, it gets me every time I listen to. Uh, uh, there's a lot of those artists out there right now. Uh, yeah. he's kind of at the forefront. And he's he's really gotten 
really big recently, but uh, there are a lot of people coming up behind him from the same area who are who are doing something similar but different enough to where they can own it. And, and it's uh, getting a lot more people's attention too. You're not just yeah. getting your typical country fans and stuff. I mean, like I said, my oldest son is really getting into a lot of this stuff, uh, yeah. and he's likes the heavy stuff also. But yeah, digs just the old school, you know. Yep, Johnny Cash kind of. You know. And I think that was kind of my entry into that, like when I kind of rolled back to, you know, country music from the 1950s and 60s, um, you know, it real simple kind of in structure, um, but always leaning really heavily on the storytelling. Yep. Uh, and then so there's a lot of artists who are who are going back to that and uh, kind of reviving it. And it's it's and it's not about cold beer. And you right. know, is he a young guy? Is he pretty that. young? Or? Yeah, he is. I think he's probably in his... Uh, he's like 14. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> guys like Coulter and stuff, I mean, those guys he's, are like... He's lived yeah. a long 14 like, years. Isn't Coulter yeah. like in his early 20s, I think? Uh, maybe. I mean, I maybe a Coulter. little older than that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, uh, I stood in front of him a couple of years ago at a music festival and said hi, and he, he, he tipped his hat to me. And wow. uh, I forgot to ask him how old he was, though. So uh, <laughs> I'll try and remember for next time. Yeah, I know. I will. But yeah, I love that. so that's uh, Once that's, he tipped that's his hat. It was all over for it you. It was all over. Yeah, that's I was awesome. I was done. Oh, we're taking that's a great. selfie oh, yeah. during yeah. during yeah. the recording. Well, because I'll we forget go. later. We got to get Mikey in there. There we go. All right. This is really great content for everybody listening. We're wasting yeah, precious airtime here. Hope everyone listening enjoyed that. The, you can't just you take a candid selfie. You weren't supposed to actually acknowledge it on, on the mic. Oh, guys. what? Yeah. How are we not going to gonna acknowledge that? <laughs> no, I mean, just like everyone look, smile, and move on. I mean, I get my picture taken all the... Oh, never mind. Oh, I, I guess that doesn't happen to me that often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always at high V, too. I'm always like, can we not do this here? I've witnessed that before. He's a celebrity at high V. Yeah. Oh, that's not, I've taken his picture at Hy-Vee. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, he wasn't paying any attention. He didn't know I was there. <laughs> I was like, I was like creeping, like poking out from behind the, the flower. Yeah. And just taking a picture. Happens it's always day. in the bulk food. I don't yeah. know what the deal is. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's easier to hide uh, behind bulk getting, food. Getting 75 pounds of oats again, I see. Yeah. It's really hard to hide uh, behind Lunds- the salsa. Lunsford's at it again. No, I actually, uh, that's my happy place, my wife calls it. Uh, the bulk foods? No, just high V in Hy-Vee. general. <laughs> I, so I can I can really relate to that. So where I live on the southeast side of uh, Cedar Rapids, there like I kind of feel like I live out in the the middle of nowhere, but I don't. But the very first thing that I come to that civilization is High V. It's less than a mile from my house. I go literally every day. It's a glowing yeah. beacon of hope. Do they have a it Starbucks is. and stuff? And there's a Starbucks in there. Yeah, so I'll get smile a nice coffee and, and I'll just wander the aisles. Especially like the air conditioned aisles because it feels yeah. so good and it's just. But I can go get fresh produce and I can you know get beer, the, get the night's di- dinner. Yeah, the the wine and spirits section is good there. See, okay. it's not so much yeah. of an oasis for me because it's I live like two minutes away from Hy-Vee. so I've made it my goal to get in and out as fast as possible. Mm. And the nice thing is they have the self serve aisles, which you know say what you will about. Uh, Isn't the whole grocery it. store self serve? Oh. No, I well, I mean, I guess they have shoppers. The Marion one oh, was like old the school. checkout. I'm against yeah, the it. checkout. Yeah. Right. I, I was like, I, I, know I was like, they let me take anything I want off taking the shelf. Jobs away from 15 year olds or whatever. But for real, <laughs> no, not even I can that. get in and out of that store in two seconds. I just run to what I need. I run to the the. I like to aisle, linger. I do thing. too. I I like hanging I don't, out. See, I don't want store. anyone to see me. I feel like I I want to live as much like a cryptid as possible. I will I will give you that. That is, it's in my opinion, that is the one uh, redeeming quality of the self checkout is that nobody the cashier is not going to be there and comment not on what you're buying. Not making small talk. Yeah. So 
So I came. That's out a to lot Iowa. of toilet paper, man. Right. <laughs> You're in for a long night. I get huh? that all the time. Yeah, I have to go every day to buy. Should probably put buy those more. beans back. Um, <laughs> those bulk beans will get you. You won't need as much toilet paper. That's right. <laughs> this problem will solve itself. No, being from New York originally, uh, New York State, Buffalo, New York. Um, it just people kind of keep to themselves in the grocery store. And so my the fir- my first observation moving out here to Iowa, I was I went I was in Ames at the time, but I went to a Hy-Vee there, and somebody behind me in line was just commenting on what I was. I wasn't buying anything special. It was college kid stuff. I don't remember even what it was, but just Totinos. Totinos. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, and the pizzazz to cook it on, you know, um, but just commenting on it. And it was like, what do you, what but do that you is want? weird? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't mind talking to people out in public, but that's weird. Don't, don't look at my groceries. Right. Exactly. And it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's just, there was a, certain, I don't want to have a conversation. There was a certain I'm like, was they're free. for my daughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 so the self checkout, I do, I do appreciate the reduced human interaction. I guess that makes me sound really. Yeah. So why don't you like it? Because you were just saying you don't like it. I just can't. You know, I guess I'm just old school that way. I'd, okay. I'd rather have somebody check he's, out. He's like, I still pay with a check at the grocery yeah, store. No. <laughs> Using no, all my coupons. I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in between those, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I've always appreciated short checkout lines. And having enough cashiers, I think this is what it is. It started with, at least my memory of, let's say, 10, 15 years ago, that there was like a, a cashier at every lane, and there was never much of a wait. And a helpful smile. And a helpful smile every in every aisle. aisle. In every aisle. And then as time went on. It's high V, right? We'd yeah. go from 10 cashiers to 8 to 6 to 4 to 3 to 1. Yep. And there's only one lane open, and now they're bringing out the self-checkouts, and they're making me do it. Ah, that just really. You're like I don't. I, don't I just work didn't here. like it. I think yeah. that's happened in the last five years because the one thing about Hy-Vee I always loved is I never had to wait in line because yeah. there was always oh we need another cashier here we need another cashier here and I would just it would depend on the time but I agree Hy-Vee is probably not the worst offender I, I think they're and they're kind of new to the self checkout game too I don't think yeah they used my to Hy-Vee do it. I think they just did it this in this last Walmart. year. Walmart, I think, was one that really set me sour. Oh, we don't go to Walmart. Yeah. I oh, yeah. say I kind of stopped I, going there. Yeah, yeah and I, I avoid it when I when I can too. But sometimes, I guess I I don't think I made a certain, conscious have, decision to do it. I just stay away. I don't like it anymore. Well, they have yeah. George T-shirts, so I have uh, to support that. They, oh, they have yeah. cheap motor oil. I have to I have to buy my my Valvoline. You know, five quart packs. There are certain <laughs> things you have to get at Walmart, at Walmart but you can get yeah. it online too now. I used to go to Walmart course. just to people watch, and then I started to realize that I am I'm a Walmart that person. You're the people yeah. that everyone's watching. They're like, you, "Oh, who's that guy? Whoa!" <laughs> right. They're like, like oh. seven feet tall. Remember that episode where we went down that uh, grocery store wormhole? I kind of love these tangents. Honestly. No, I do too. It's great. Helps me know you guys better. Yeah. What makes you groove? Yeah. Walmart, Walmart self checkouts. <laughs> well, hey, five uh, quarts of oil at Walmart. That's right. <laughs> well, see, hey, that's that's the thing is they don't have oil at hy V. You know, you, they, well, uh, they, do they? I know sometimes I they, they have, have they weird have things. Like, there. Yeah, they have like the one aisle of like random like shit. seasonal bulbs, stuff, and it's it's oil season, charcoal for the grill. Oil season. It's oil season. <laughs> motor oil. <laughs> Everyone needs an know. oil change in October. Well, here, speaking so. of motor oil, I want to change the subject real yeah. quick. Tim, yes. you just got yourself. A mm-hmm. new to you, new to me, camper. Yeah, nineteen eighty four travel craft. Oh, did you creep this on is him? Right up, Mike. No, we, we actually friends, we're man. Facebook friends, and we and he was giving yeah. me advice because that's the, awesome. I was I, I was struggling to uh, to He's not man, to get dude. it started. Oh yeah, no, he gave me some really great advice. But yeah, so it's uh it was it was kind of like a time capsule. Um, it was uh I bought it from the original family. That or the the family that bought it in 1984, wow. and so it was the third generation, and they were finally letting it go. 
Um, but it was like uh, frozen in time. Had the the orange shag carpet and all of the wood paneling and all of that. And there were some things that didn't work, and I'm still working through it. But also, it's got a you know a Chevy small block engine in it that I don't think had run for very long. I think the gas tank, I think it sat for a long time. So there was some I think some some water in the gas tank and. Uh, I was struggling to get it running, but it's been a fun project, you know, getting this thing. I took it camping for the first time like a week ago. It broke down three times on the way to the campground. Oh, nice. But I changed How far the away was the campground? Ten miles. Wow. All right. I was, so you made it about 3.3 3 miles every I time. was That's driving good... down Highway 13, 65 mile an hour, you know, was the speed limit. Oh, yeah. But there was construction, and it was a single lane, and at one point oh, I was driving worst. seven miles an hour. Oh. Yeah, so turns out that there was a lot of rusty gasoline in the fuel filter. Who would have thought? Uh, so I, I was able to swap that out, and it ran like a champ after that. For three but more miles. For three more miles. No, no. Well, so no, I didn't change that on the side of the road. I just sort of limped it along. But then when I changed it, I was I was flying along at 70 miles an hour. But uh, yeah, nice. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's a, it'll be a, a good project, a good entry into... RV life. Well, because you do a lot of camping and outdoor yeah, stuff. I, mean, I try to. Uh, you just did a big old trip recently, too. Like, was yeah, that... what did I do? I went to Alaska. And, oh, just uh, that. We did that, and then I came back and did Ragbri, so wrote yeah. and camped, oh, awesome. camped my way across Iowa. Now, normally you ride bike. a bicycle. You don't drive an RV for Ragbri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but other people do. I think that's how um, it started, but then as technology advanced. If you can do the RV and not the bicycle, I'm in. Yeah, well, I'm gonna have. I think maybe next year I'll have somebody drive the RV. That way, I'm not having to camp in the in a in the yard of a school uh, when it's 90 degrees. Oh, but that's outside. how the Pilgrims did it. So. That's that's right. <laughs> well, I am modeling my ragbri after the Pilgrims. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I would volunteer to be road crew for that. Keep that uh, keep that fuel filter changed as yeah, needed no in, the, in that 350. I I love that engine. I love that RV. That really seems like a cool thing. I hope you have a hell of a lot of fun with it. I know. Yeah, you I will. appreciate it. It's a it's a it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. He knows a lot of shit about that stuff too. I, oh, dude! I, I know. cut my he, teeth on, on. He gave me a lot of lot of good advice there. Some things to check and. Well, I I don't know. I mean, it's it's so hard to kind of detail everything uh, because there's there's so much information out there online on YouTube, on Facebook, and everything else, and you get different opinions from everybody. Yep. I have I have my opinion. I don't even know if all my opinions are right or not, as far as the absolute Probably truth. most of, of them. Of though. What the what the best thing to do is for maintenance on your engine or you know on on an older car, but. You know, I, I did cut my teeth on working on a lot of these older vehicles. I still own a lot of older. I mean, I drove here in a 1988 Chevy Caprice wagon with auto locks. Uh, <laughs> well, I installed those. Dude, your but, property uh, looks like your property looks like a demolition derby. Well, it's or a used car lot. Actually, our neighbors yeah. uh, have are complaining already. No, 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 no. We we get along, <laughs> but uh, they were they have a couple of younger kids, and uh, one of them was uh, just like they went. What did they do? They went out and bought a, a winter vehicle, just like a cheap. Beater for, the, beater for themselves yeah. to, to drive around for this upcoming winter and um the the kid was like oh so you must have gotten this like just in his kind of own little world of what he kind of perceived as of what must be the reality was well the anyone who gets a car must get it from Mike's place over there. <laughs> so like did, did Mike give you a good deal on that car, you know? And I was like, oh Mike's no, I didn't place. actually buy it from there. But sweet. Uh, yeah. Um Tim. Yes. It's been great having you on the show. It's been awesome being on here. I really appreciate the invite. And it's I know that you're also part of the LAS Podcast yeah. Network. Yeah. We're what gonna, is your podcast? We're going to do some uh, some recording shortly after this here. So uh, I record From One Dad to Another with Logan Adam Schultz. 
uh, Logan, who just recently had a baby, like within the last few weeks. His wife. And uh, well, she had the baby. Yeah, he uh, he just watched. He didn't actually do anything useful. Gross. Well, he, I'm sure he played a supporting role. Um, I mean, at some you know, point, probably, allegedly. Um, but no, we've been, uh, we've been recording that, I think for the last, uh, several months. I don't know. I think we have like maybe 14 episodes or something like that. And, uh, so, so you're we're, like the only pro in here, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about that. That's but, awesome. Um, but yeah, so we've been doing that for a while. It's, uh, from one dad to another. And, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna keep rolling with that. We're gonna see Logan's journey and fatherhood. And I talk about, I, I've got, I've got three kids of my own and, uh, adult children and you give them a little bit of inspiration and, and some uh i don't wisdom. know i think yeah. i just keep telling them it's like you're never gonna old man know. raven you're Riven, yeah, there sorry. we go you're never gonna know what you're doing everybody, that's that's everybody what i just raven. keep telling so them how do i jump into this podcast and get some dad strats some yeah dad so strategies from you guys so i'm just gonna tell logan you're gonna come on the podcast with oh us. yeah that'd be great yeah. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to pay me, but right, right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let Logan also pay you, okay, since perfect. he's the boss of this whole endeavor. Perfect. So, uh, and you know, he's that in this sounds for the awesome money, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, that's he's awesome. loaded. So, do you have any other music shows coming up? <laughs> do you have any music shows? Um, <laughs> hmm. so do you have funny. any recitals coming <laughs> up? Right. My, <laughs> you gonna play some songs? I think <laughs> I, I tentatively have a uh, have one booked next month that I'm trying to schedule out. Still working through details, so I don't want to announce it. But I would just say I can't be you know, talking about this right now. You're playing the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> I'm gonna play the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, Lady Gaga's out, and I'm in. <laughs> she's so. always. It's about she's time. Out. She's been doing it like the uh, last. Yeah. Time. Yeah. But yeah, there's gonna be some solo stuff coming up but mostly i think i'm gonna take uh take the winter fall and winter off from performing and uh just mostly concentrate on writing uh that way i can get some stuff recorded and uh we'll hit it hard next year so well hopefully you'll come back and hang out with us I'd again love to be back. maybe after you've written some more songs and yeah, that'd be great uh, you can tell us about your journey through the winter and yeah. about your camper or is it camper or is it a i i kind of go home? back and forth yeah. i i call it all of those things but i think camper is what i've settled yeah. on i like just Sounds sounds nice and country. I, I want to like say cl- is Class C motorhome is, is that? Class C, yeah, yeah, right. So that's a it's a twenty five van foot. chassis. Yep, twenty five foot. Yeah. So it's probably a G thirty. Yeah, we're geeking it's out. Got, now yep, it's got yep. It's got the Chevy G thirty chassis. Yeah. Yep. G thirty G thirty one. Whatever it takes. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. Like well, a G six. Wish you all the best of luck in all of your endeavors. We really appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. I think that's it. So thank you to all of our listeners for checking out another episode of the Groove Life podcast. We will see you. For the next episode featuring our fantastic guest, fill in the blank. This is where the, the stinger, the end of the show comes because we don't know who it is. Welcome See you guys. To the